Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, making a special Thursday appearance. Oh, yeah, baby. Thursday? Something big must be going on tomorrow. It's Tom Murphy, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Tom. Uh, thanks for the Pearl Jam lead-in music. Uh, a lot better than the uh, regular lead-in I have. Regular so, crap you. you guys play normally. I do love Eddie. Have you seen Pearl Jam, Tom? I've not seen them live, but I uh, was a big fan in the 90s. I'm not sure if their music held up. Maybe you could tell me if they're still producing quality uh, sound. Yes, their last album was phenomenal, and I just saw them in concert like two months ago, and they are still fantastic. I saw them over in Fort Worth at Dickey's Arena, and it was awesome, i got to say. So if you ever have the time, I encourage it. Sounds good, man. I'd love to see them live. Okay. Well, the next time I make plans, I'll let you know. Maybe you can tag along. All right, let's get uh, let's get to what's happening on the hill. We've been talking football. We got basketball. Uh, it was signing day yesterday. I mean, it's there's a ton of things. I mean, we'll go over wherever, wherever you want. But I guess the biggest thing is the football team giving a little bit of sign of life there, sort of buoys the entire program. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, go back to uh, last Friday when I was on this stint with you guys, and remember we were talking about the line, and I really just had a sense of it was moving for a reason. And whatever optimism, spark that they got from Kenny Guyton, uh, reawakening KJ and Rocket, you know, that lived. And uh, that post game, I was right there in the middle of all that, watching the chest bump and Kenny Guyton and, and, and KJ just having a moment. Um, and, you know, for a team that had been held down for so long and had so much frustration, that was really the release of a lot of emotions. And, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, put it on the other side of the ball and, let Travis Williams have a moment against his former, you know, his former school on Saturday, and mm. let's see what happens on um, at uh, three o'clock at Reynolds Razorback Stadium. Okay, well, what's your level of optimism this week? You know, it's not as great. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it, <laughs> I, I think that stopping the Auburn run game is going to be a real thing, and if they can, if they can hold them to one fifty or so or less, then yeah, I think they're going to win the game and you know win the turnover battle, things like that, but. Uh, sustaining the offensive um, spark they had, the ability to, to run that mesh a little bit faster, make KJ's reads a little bit easier, that's got to that's got to carry on. And I was pretty optimistic, and then I started thinking about how Liberty. You remember last year how Liberty just shot guys off the field into the mesh, and it it made KJ have tougher reads, and I would say a half dozen or more of his reads. He was uncertain, and there were a lot of hits in the backfield, um, and it was a really, really tough slogging. They ended up running for a, a little more than I thought in last year's game, one forty or one fifty, mm-hmm. um, but they couldn't get couldn't get going. And um, so I, I think this is close to a toss up game. And you know, what? I have not even seen the line this week. Two and a half, Arkansas's favored. Yeah, so see that makes sense to me. They're a home team, and two and a half. So so like almost virtually a pick game. You know, Tom, I'm thinking back, uh, and I have heard that Florida or Auburn likes to uh, blitz a lot, whether it's run blitzes or, uh, you know, in passing situations. They they like to bring pressure. I don't remember Florida blitzing a lot last year, last week. Yeah, I mean, they shot some linebackers through, but think, and a, I guess it was a safety. Remember the play in overtime? Rocket had to go down on, yeah. a, you know, on his wrist basically to avoid a tackle for loss. But, y'all, I could see it. 
I could feel it on the sideline. I could see it in their actions and their eyes in overtime. Even after that holding penalty, the way KJ ran over that that dude and got the, about like eight extra yards, he ran through a turnstile tackle from that 425 pounds. I could see that. And when Florida called timeout, I'm like, now Arkansas is about to win this game. And it took only one play, the slant to Broden. So there wasn't that build up of the anxiety and the pressure if it gets second down, third down, fourth down. They just took care of it. And that was um, that was as fun of a walk-off win as I can remember covering for Arkansas in quite some time. Yeah. We had Devo on earlier. Let me shift gears here since uh, you already said Arkansas is going to blow it this week uh, and talk about basketball because we all think they're – I'm just kidding. They think they're going to beat Gardner-Webb this week. And I asked uh, Devo earlier – it's going to be our clip of the day today – about going undefeated. And it's somewhat tongue-in-cheek because going undefeated in college basketball is not really valued in the same way it is in football. But he said that's definitely one of their goals, and he thinks they've got the, the team to do it. Um, what? where's your level of optimism about the basketball team? Is this team special comparatively to these – Elite eight runners you think they've had of late? Well, if you're going to start with going undefeated, I mean, that's got to be one of your top goals. Um, but, I mean, how realistic is that? Not not at all. And let me take a step back. I did not say Arkansas wasn't going to win the game. <laughs> I'm just not as optimistic as I was last week. Yeah. I just think this is a who gets the last turnover, who gets the last possession mm-hmm. kind of a deal. Okay. So, about basketball, you uh, I mean, this team feels a little different. I don't know what it is, because last year, obviously, there was all the hype around the freshmen, and, of course, there was also the Nick Smith situation at the beginning of the year where there was some, you know, we weren't sure if he was going to play or when he was going to play and that kind of thing. This just feels a lot more solid for some reason to me, Tom. Yeah, um, and, man, when you look at the different, I, I guess, pieces, you could say, on their roster, if they can go big, they can go small, they can go uh, three-point shooting, they can uh, put a lot of different defenders on you. Um, on the post and um, on the interior, I mean, and now on the uh, on the wing, um, a super talented team. It's going to be fun to watch how they morph throughout the year. Yeah, I mean, look, it's like this show, Tom. You know, I like versatility. Like we can have a, a intelligent conversation on uh, and a, like an analytical look at like uh, socioeconomic conditions in uh, in all sorts of the parts of the world. We can also make fart jokes. I mean, we we have that kind of versatility, and that's the, what I love about this basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> um wow um yeah i just i don't know man i just think that uh they've got penetrators they've got pull-up jumpers they've got wing shooters um yeah they're gonna run into some some tough teams along the way but um i don't know I, w- when i watched the purdue game i saw a, a bunch of guys and matt painter pointed this out after the game a bunch of six four six guys interchangeable guys and i'm talking about battle and mark and um, L. Ellis, all kind of in the same mold. And so I, they'll have a lot of fouls to give on the perimeter, a lot of fouls uh, probably to give on the interior as well. So I, I, I want to learn more about their personality as we go along. Yeah. But I, I, I believe developing their roles and the players embracing what those roles are going to be is going to be really huge for this team because so many guys probably feel like, you know, they can earn playing time. Yeah, I don't want to set the fans up for a fall from my perspective, but I do have an incredible uh, amount of optimism regarding this team. No, you should. And I think the team does and Musselman does. The expectations have been set. It's kind of like with the Razorback baseball team. It's to the point now where we're like it's Omaha or kind of disappointing. Yeah. Same with basketball. It's Sweet 16 or it's it's disappointing. And this team Mm -hmm. looks to me on paper, Tom, to be as deep. And maybe, I hate to say talented because last year's team was very talented with the draft picks, uh, but they've got some some very good players that are older and have been around. 
They do. Uh, it, it gives their backcourt a little more experience. And as much as you know, we like Anthony Black and his versatility, and Nick Smith when he was healthy, all the things he could do, um, and, and Ricky Council. Um, yeah, I, I think their three-point shooting uh, doesn't need to dry up in huge games. Defense, I think, is going to be there. Um, and I think, you know, they should be a better rebounding team. There were times last year where their rebounding came up a little short. So, I, I don't know. I think Must, I think Must is really plugged in um, emotionally in how, uh, how he can mold this team and, and how he determines what the minutes look like. And, and I think he's got some motivated dudes. We had a caller earlier, and I noticed this too during the radio show with uh, Sam Pittman, the coach's show. Just the mood. I mean, he, he was he was just happy, you know. He was cutting up, and the caller was was talking about the press conferences. He just seems to be a little bit different. Have you have you noticed it this week? Is it that obvious? I noticed it last week for sure. This week he looked a little bit more serious or sounded on his Zoom yesterday uh, because I think he realized it's going to be a tough game, um, and there's some things Auburn does running the ball the way they play you know, the run game, the RPO game on defense that Arkansas is going to have to overcome. Um, but, yeah, I, I really felt like there was a, a lightning of the mood last week. Um, it's a shame that they had to get to this point where they have to win out to be bowl eligible. Um, but you hate it that the BYU game at home, they let get away from a 14-0 lead. Um, and then the Mississippi State game, they were just so lifeless. Uh, but. Um, yeah, I, 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 think I give them a good shot at winning on Saturday, obviously. Uh, and then if they can get past FIU, there's going to be a lot riding on the Missouri game, um, which, you know, guys, I'm going to make this observation, and it's just true. If you play in the SEC East, you have a lot better chance of doing something like Missouri did, getting off to a fast start. You know, you, you'll have a Vandy or a Kentucky along the way or a South Carolina it's basically an easier game to win than LSU or A&M or Ole Miss. It just is. And so there's a lot more opportunity to get a great start out of the SEC East. Obviously, that whole dialogue just dissolves next year, but that's been the case for many years now. I thought last week was going to be a low-scoring game. Justin did, too. I, I, I think this is a low-scoring game between Arkansas and Auburn. How do you feel? I um, haven't really thought about where I think the final score will wind up. Maybe, maybe in the 20s. Um, uh, you know, Sam Pittman made this point, and I didn't think about it during the game. You know, they got out to the 14-0 lead, and then it was 14-14 before the end of the first quarter. And then it kind of slowed, slowed mm-hmm. into a defensive slugfest. But he thinks his O-line playing faster kind of wore the floor to front down. And they did score on a bunch of their possessions at the end of the game, even even when they had to go in the two minutes. And, y'all, that energy, I'm not going to lie, that energy in overtime, I could sense it. I knew they were about to win the game. I like it. Well, hopefully you're feeling that way at the end of the game this week as well, Tom. Uh, I will send you off with some more pole jam, and I appreciate you. We'll talk to you next Friday in your normal Sounds slot. Good. Enjoy uh, tomorrow, which I know is a big day for you. So we'll uh, we appreciate you um, finding a time to slide in here with us and uh, enjoy your weekend. You bet. Y'all have a huge weekend. See you next week. All right, very Tom. good.